definitely human. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Merchant Republic of Fortuna is renowned for its annual carnival, a riot of colour and culture. Each year, the autumn air rings with the voices of excited tourists and enchanting street performers as Fortuna's board of events and entertainment organises masked parades in the streets and paper floats on the canals to illustrate the rich lifestyle of our city. This carnival is a time of celebration and it brings together people from all walks of life to engage in the rights of commerce that make Fortuna the most civilized state in the world. Look into these thronging crowds and you will see ready examples of the breadth of our society. A wise and faithful dwarf of a cloth, a charming and indefatigable gnome inventor, a passionate and visionary human chef, a stylish and cosmopolitan human interior designer. Look closer now as two of them make eye contact and the timeless ritual of the sales pitch begins. Trade, Justice, Pax Fortuna! without conscience part one sir can i ask you step right up step right up sir can i ask you what is your profession sir uh i am uh, a world famous chef but yes soon to be world famous a chef why that is a noble profession indeed you are in luck, sir. I have to say you are in luck. I've had a very busy and successful day, but I still have in my inventory three potato peelers, five toast spreaders, and one banana slicer. Can I interest in you in any of those really extremely useful gadgets, sir? I will take them all. Uh, wonderful. Wonderful, sir. Um, Do you deliver? Uh, no. Wait, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> well, where is it that you work, sir? Oh, here, there, everywhere. Soon I will have the most wonderful restaurant in all of Fortuna. But for now, I'm just uh, freelancing. So where would I be delivering these products to, sir? Um, if you just leave them by the side of the road and I will pick them up later. That is a curious plan, sir. You seem to be a most industrious sort. Um, can I ask, do you plan on paying for these goods today, sir? Payment? Yes, that would be that would be 80 gold. You've, you've ordered quite a lot of 
a lot of inventory, sir. I, I am not from Fortuna. I, where I come from, we, we do not have currency. Things are given to people who deserve them. And I deserve these things. So I think it would be respectful to my culture if you would give me these things. No, I'm so sorry, sir. I respect your traditions and your culture. However, I'm afraid I cannot do that. Uh, ma'am, ma'am, can oh, I? Hi, yeah. If only Johnny could see this. It's so beautiful, this stall. You got all these little things that are just doing stuff. Oh, thank you. I have worked very hard on it, ma'am. That Aww. is so kind of you to say. May I ask you, what is your profession, ma'am? Well, it's um, interior design. Uh, so I'm really looking for like trinkets and um, paint and uh, plinths like Ionic, Doric, Corinthian, whatever you got. So take it. It is so nice to talk to a fellow tradeswoman. Mm. What? A privilege, ma'am. Uh -huh, yeah. Unfortunately, it is the end of a very busy day. However, I do have one thing that I think might interest you. Oh, what you got? Do you ever do any sort of designing for gardens? Oh, you mean like landscaping? Yes. Yeah, no, it's not so great for my fingernails, but like I could expand. I mean, I could, I could like get a minion or something. To provide employment opportunities for the communities that you work in. I care very deeply and passionately about that. Well, let me tell you what might really facilitate your work in this field. I have here right before you a tulip bulb planter, which automatically takes all of the work out of planting tulip bulbs. I know! How is that possible, you might be saying? So I like wouldn't even need a minion, maybe. Precisely. The one thing I love more than providing employment opportunities is efficiencies. Finding yes. efficiencies. I love that even more. And this is absolutely what you're looking for. All you have to do is put this tulip bulb planter on the ground, put the tulip bulb inside of it, and then press these three series of buttons in succession, and it takes all of the work out of it. It de-weeds the soil. It digs the hole that the bulb needs to go in. It inserts the bulb right down there. It provides all of the right cushioning around the bulb that is required. And then you just move it to the other place that you want the next tulip planted, and all the work is done. Um, okay, lady, look, you're really nice, but that sounds like quite a lot of work. I'm kind of exhausted just listening about it. I mean, I'll, I'll buy it because I like stuff, but I can't <laughs> promise that I'm going to use it. I like stuff too, ma'am, and that's all I'm <laughs> asking is for you to give my stuff a chance. All right, I'll take it. Wonderful. Father Theobald, as you're walking uh, away from the crowds, you see this conversation happening. You're... Uh, Old acquaintance, Almira. Almira, are you importuning these these two wonderful attendees at this carnival with your hawking and your pictures? You should be trying to sell them on on the spiritual delights that Fortuna can offer, not your small knickknacks and and gadgets. Oh, surely. <laughs> yes, indeed. My name is Father Theobald Brandlebury. You may call me Father. Hello, Father. Yes, yes. It's, it's so so delightful to see two youngsters enjoying the carnival, uh, and and. And, and whilst you're enjoying these worldly delights, your eyes should turn skywards to the more esoteric dimension of existence. Have you considered perhaps visiting my parish in Dewberry? No, never. I didn't even I didn't even hear about you. I'd never heard your name before, but I really like uh, spiritual stuff. I like stuff in general. If it's spiritual material, uh, I'll take it. <laughs> I like to, I, I, I'm not from, not from around here. I don't know if I mentioned that. I'm not from around here. It's my first time in Fortuna. I don't know the city at all. Yes, us, uh, of course, uh, I've, I've been here for quite some time, so I've developed somewhat of an eye for, for new uh, visitors to our beautiful city. And there is much... Uh, there's much to be enjoyed, but there's also much perdition to be risked on these vice-ridden streets. So if you would allow me to direct you to salvation and redemption, 
uh, and indeed all the stuff that one acquires along that that uh, blessed road, then I can I can take you from this carnival towards my my parish, and and we can have a, a nice discussion about my 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 God and your journey towards uh, also adoring Him. Well, where I come from, we have a saying about redemption, and the saying is. The clouds give sustenance to the land in the same way that a conversation with a good man gives sustenance to my kitchen if he buys some food from me. <laughs> it's rather pithy, yes, I like it. <laughs> You're uh, speaking, uh, a languid fellow in a suit walks up to the stall uh, and starts eyeing your gadgets, Almira. He says, what's, uh, what's all this then? What does this do? He starts picking stuff up. Ah! Why, sir, you have just picked up my patented tooth brusher. A, a what? Well, have you ever felt at the end of a long day that your teeth aren't quite clean, sir? Certainly. I do what everyone does. I gargle with wine and retire for the night. <laughs> That's a solid plan, sir. However, what if I told you that there was a different way, a, a better way, sir, for this method of cleaning your teeth? is a method that is powered by science. What this does, and I, I pick it up, and it's it's okay. kind of like it's, um, it doesn't look like a toothbrush. What That's does it look like? That's the first thing. It looks kind of like a, it's a ball, kind of. It's a sphere mm -hmm. that has lots of brushes all around it. How big is it? It's it's small enough to, I would say that it's kind of the size of a, like a large pit of like a peach, probably. It's small enough to fit in your mouth. Oh, but boy. it's like, it, it, yeah, it's it's a little intimidating looking because it's got like a lot of like brushes all around it. Um, and then I, I push a button and it starts to whir and like the brushes kind of like start to okay. like vibrates and it's it starts to make lots of like alarming sounds. Mm, fascinating. Uh, could we have a demonstration? Absolutely. I would be delighted. Who volunteers to, uh, to try this out? Okay. Yeah. I mean, my teeth are pretty good, but I'll try it. Ma'am, you will not regret this decision. This is the- I have no regrets. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to hear it. That's the only way to live life. So all you have to do is you have to take this ball. It's very simple, very simple. You simply apply this cleaning powder, put just a little bit of water on it, and then pop it into your mouth and close your mouth. Now, you may be alarmed by the sensations that you feel while it's inside your mouth. However, I urge you to stand your ground, stick it out. It needs to be in your mouth for a full minute to actually benefit from the full cleaning power of this invention. Okay. There's a small crowd gathering around now, including some very enthusiastic children who are standing on their tiptoes. Wonderful, I love to see children getting enthused about oral hygiene. This is just, what a grand day. So I'm going to apply the water, and now I'm applying the cleaning powder, and now you just have to open your mouth and pop it in. But only Johnny, he's dead. My husband, he died. He went, it's a long story, but he went to battle without a helmet. Anyway, if only he could see me now. Almira, please roll the mechanics check. At advantage to see how this works. Oh my God, three. Yeah, that's a three. Okay, well, um, it's <laughs> in your mouth, Joni. You can feel the oh uh, the ball start whirring and, and shaking, and it increases in violence and uh, sound. And please roll a Constitution oh check to see if you choke on the oh no. oh on the toothbrush. All right. 16. So you can feel it with its violence almost working its way down your throat. Oh, God. But you managed to spit it up just in time. Ah, madam, how do you feel? That was invigorating, That was awful. Yes? I'm going to sue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know where you get off putting these kind of things in my mouth, but I, I, I'm suing. <laughs> or at least taking the tulip planner for free. <laughs> the man says, but how do your teeth 
feel? Clean, I guess. But like, so does the back of my throat. And I wasn't asking <laughs> well, for that. Well, even better, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> A whole teeth and mouth and throat cleaner. Well, absolutely. It's three for the price of one, sir. Ah, you might be onto something here. I'm so glad you think so. Can I interest you in a purchase of this? Well, I'm not interested in purchasing one. I'm a wholesaler, you see. <sighs> I come from Mottheim and I purchase uh, goods here to take back and introduce to our kingdom over there. I'm sort of speechless right now. Like I'm like turning alarming yeah, shades of break, purple. Like I'm finding it very difficult. Ah, that, what? Ah. <clears throat> Sir? <clears throat> Sir? I I am so honored that you that you, <clears throat> pull yourself together, Amir. <laughs> I am so honored that you would consider selling my products abroad, and I would be very interested in entering into some lengthy discussions with you about how this arrangement might work. <laughs> lengthy. Um, he uh, holds out his hand and says, "Gustav Mule, pleased to meet you." Uh, the pleasure's all mine, sir. Uh, he hands you a card. Could you all make a perception check, please? Just a d twenty. Yeah. Nine. 15. 19. Natural 20. Luca, you notice while this is going on that your wallet isn't where it should be anymore. Oh my gosh! My wallet! It had nothing in it, but I was going to put money in it one day. (laughs) Theobald, your wallet is also gone, and you know exactly where it is. You see, trying to push through the crowd that has gathered around now, a small figure trying to be discreet in a hood and cloak that also you can see is carrying Elmira's money box. (gasps) Who has clearly robbed the lot of you while you've been having this conversation. You dastardly urchin! And I try to reach for him with like the scruff of his neck or something like that. He's out of arm's reach. Okay. And trying to baffle his way through the crowds. I'm gonna try to create a hubbub and say, that young boy has robbed a man of the cloth. Oh, (laughs) there can be no greater insolence. Someone stop that horrible, horrible child. Uh, Well, the crowd looks at him and and almost parts in shock, (laughs) (laughs) freeing him, if anything. Uh, The rest of you can now see this small figure, hooded and cloaked, who's trying to run away. He also has my empty wallet. And now I pull out my chef's knife, which is which is a little bit chipped. Dear God, what are you gonna do with that? I'm but an old dwarf who will who will run in my stead. I'm just pointing a trembling finger at him as he's getting further and further away. Okay, the children start clapping. They're very entertained by this. Look, I think I'm going to go and have a word with this young child. I think he just needs a proper talking to, actually. I just feel like maybe he just needs some direction in his life. Let's get him! I would like to be in pursuit. Yeah, as soon as I've okay. noticed that my box is... I don't yeah, he took all, all yeah. the money you've made all day. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I'm explaining myself at all. I think I just wanted to start running as soon as I noticed that he was running. Well, as Theobald points a trembling finger... <laughs> and admonishes the small figure, you can start running and we will roll dexterity checks. 18. 8. 15. 1. Luca and Joni, you are quick off the mark and start following him down the street and are gaining on this uh, figure. Almira, you are lagging behind a little. Uh, your legs are not as long I'm a as the humans. Yeah, my uh, legs are tiny. Yes. Yeah. And Father Theobald, you're just not used to this kind of yeah. <laughs> I've taken three steps and I've got a stitch already. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good Lord. Oh. Yeah, well, we shall catch him and we'll bring him back for justice. You chase the small hooded figure down a couple of side streets. The main carnival is restricted to the larger thoroughfares 
of Fortuna. And now you are in a more residential area of a marina district. And the houses are pretty large, larger than you'd be used to in your home districts with very rigorously manicured front gardens. You can see now uh, Luca and Joni, because you are first, you can see the figure seems to disappear through the gates of the house right at the end of the street. Almira, as you follow up, you can't see where the figure went. And as Theobald comes wheezing up behind, he sees and hears nothing but the blood rushing in his ears. <laughs> My goodness, the size of these palaces. Aren't they beautiful? Oh, never seen such wealth. But, but, uh, can we, can we focus, please? Did you see where the boy went? Yeah, I think he just went down the corner just down there, did he not? Into the hedges, let's go. Oh. <sighs> I'm right behind you. Uh, please, y youngsters, with your fit and able bodies, uh, please find that find that urchin and recover my my stolen good it's not my money you see it's the church's money <sighs> you're such a charm i'm like mid-40s i love the way you keep calling me a youngster <laughs> so cute <laughs> and father if we recover this money we get rewards yes absolutely <sighs> as soon as he said yes rewards i started running okay in the, <laughs> the street is mostly empty apart from a couple of children across the road these two children are lighting a paper lantern it looks like they're trying to strike matches but they can't quite get the hang of it otherwise the street is empty and the house right at the end uh, you can see that the front garden is overgrown mm. is there a reason why they'd be trying to light paper lanterns is it part of the festival or there's not a religious significance to it no. there isn't it's, just uh, a game. it's shaped like a rabbit oh okay mm -hmm. if you want to know i did yeah that's delightful there's a boy and a girl trying to light it it's just part of the carnival people light lanterns okay and then release them into the air the hot air as well hey you child yes child children did you like <laughs> see some hideous creature in a hood did they, did you see that we're looking for some hideous creature in a hood. He could not be hideous. He could just be a guy, but we assume he's hideous but because of his actions. They're appalling. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Quite appalling. The boy and girl look up at you. He is a pudgy little boy who appears to have his hair rigorously combed by overbearing parents. Uh, she's a little more carefree, wearing dungarees. They say, oh, him with the hood? Yeah, with the hood. Aren't you guys adorable? Look at those cheeks on you. They go on for days. <laughs> the girl says, oh, yes, that's just the creature that lives in the house. This horrible house that I'm standing in front of? He lives in that house? He lives here, yes. Yes. Oh, right. Okay. I guess I guess we want to go inside that house then. When you say creature, you mean this thing is not dwarven or gnomish or human or anything else? Well, what is it? We haven't really seen him. He's always wearing the hood. What did I tell you? I knew he was hideous. <laughs> you could tell from the back of his head. <laughs> what can you tell us about the house? The children look up at you a little warily now. That house, nobody's lived there for a while. Well, that is a relief. I hate the idea of trespassing on private property. Almost nothing is more sacred to me than property rights. However, I feel like we must go. We must retrieve our treasures. I could do wonders on this place, honestly. If someone just gave me a chance. As you look at the gates of this house, and there's a fence, an iron fence there surrounds it and the front garden uh you can see that the bars seem too small too narrow for you to pass through but they would have allowed the creature to pass through well the creature was probably the same size and height as almira so you can't really tell how it would have got through the bars i swear when i was 18 i could have slipped through this i was i was like a stick <laughs> <laughs> Young boy and, and, and girl, how, you've seen this creature enter this building before. How, how did it gain entry? It goes through the bars. 
through them or between them? He thinks for a bit and says, between them. I see. Can you light a match? I I can do more than that, little child. (laughs) My deity has given me the power to produce raw flames from my very fingertips. He holds the candle towards you. I am no mere trickster magician, though. There's nothing sacred about your idolatrous paper lantern. Idolatrous? <laughs> it's a bunny. <laughs> he says, you can't make fire from your hands. Nobody can. I absolutely can. I'll show you right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to produce some flame from my... Or yeah. attempt to produce some flame oh, from please, my fingertips. Roll D20. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Twelve. Well, you do indeed produce some flame between the palms of your hands. Yes, you, you kind of rub them together. And then the flame comes out and the boy squeals. And there we go. Yes. He tries to light the candle off of your hands. The power of the gods. (laughs) Witness it. I'm looking around at everyone else. Yes, do you witness? Do you witness? Witnessing now. It's amazing. Indeed, yes, yes. We can have toast later. (laughs) Oh, we'd love toast. The children, now that their candle is lit, lose interest in you (laughs) and go and put it into the paper lantern and wait for it to heat up. I would like to start shaking the bars on the on the gate. <laughs> yes, they're very well fixed, these bars. They don't move at all. I would like to try lockpicking the gate. Roll a mechanics check. That's at advantage, right? Yes, at advantage. 17. Yes, the lock looks very impressive, but you can tell that the person who bought it was sold something cheap that was priced up. <laughs> Shoddy workmanship. And the lock opens with a pleasing thunk. You can tell it hasn't been opened in a very long time, and the gate screeches as you open it. Very well done, Almira. Thank you. Excellent work. Witchcraft. Incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, inside of the gates, you can now take a closer look at the house. It's a two-story brick building with a maroon-tiled roof that might house an attic. It looks like it would have been elegant in its day, but the old-fashioned decor is in a poor state of repair. The paint on the front door is peeling. And what looked like exotic plants in the front garden have begun to reach through the iron gates. I think we should proceed with caution, everyone. Whatever beast or creature made its way inside here did not use the gate. It found some ensorcelled magical way through. Who knows what abilities it might have at its disposition. Mm. South-facing, it's beautiful. It catches the light beautifully in the summer here. I, Father, i just like to ask you, how much reward are we looking at if we get the if we get the money back? Endless bounties, young man. Okay, very good. The likes of which you couldn't even dream of. Okay, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Come on. So you're standing in the front garden, quite overgrown, uh, looking onto the building. There are two windows left of a door, two windows right of a door. It's a two-story building with a roof. You can walk round the sides. There's like tiny alleyways to reach what you presume will be the back garden. It's uh, evening now and the sun will be setting soon. Does it look as if anything has been disturbed, like, on the porch? Like, does it look as if there's signs of entry at all recently? It does not, no. And the windows are dark and... The windows, you can't see in them at all. If you cup your hands over them, you can see that the curtains are closed anyway. So what, are we doing, like, a reconnaissance mission here? Are we going to go and look around the exterior of the building, or are we, are we going inside? I'd quite like to um go inside and just, like, check it out. I think we should go inside as soon as possible. My people, we are known for boldness. So it's through the front door. Okay, you... uh. Try the front door, but it is locked. Okay. I, I can try lock picking again. Yes, please roll a mechanic check at advantage. 18. 
I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> I'm trying not to show that I'm a little surprised at my repeated success, but I am deeply surprised at my repeated success. The lock on the front door is far better quality than the one on the gate. You can tell that uh, someone took pains to make sure that this was a good lock. However, if a lock clicks open very quietly and you are free to enter. Do I make it look a little easy? You do. It's surprisingly easy to you. Yeah. I'm really pleased to hear that. Okay. Remarkable aptitude with those lockpicks, Almira. Oh, thank you, Father. Yeah, Johnny could have really used that in his career as, um, well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like you're processing quite a lot of grief mm, oh, over your... Oh, yeah, yeah. I I would love to be able to talk to him again, just, just to give him one last message, just to tell him that I told him not to go to battle without a helmet on. But anyway. <laughs> there are many within my parish who would be able to give you soothing words and spiritual comforts for the pain that you clearly carry with mm, you. Yeah, I'm more looking for like uh, a medium of sorts. I see. Well, uh, I don't want to get distracted, though, you know. I mean, this beautiful house, it's got so much potential. There's this hideous creature. And, you know, I, I'm getting a bit overwhelmed. The door <laughs> clearly hasn't been opened in a long time as well. And the paint almost sticks to the door jam as you open it. But you look in onto a hallway. Uh, the floor of the hallway is stone. And the air is noticeably chillier inside. There's a painting on the wall that shows a middle-aged man and a young girl maybe 10 or 11 years old. The man has the jowls of someone that shouldn't be messed with, but the girl is smiling very broadly. She's wearing a blue dress, has her arm around a fairly large blue stuffed bear. The painting is signed with a flourish of such abandon that you can't read it. Can I make a history check to see if it's an artist that I would have reckoned, or even if I recognize this jowled figure? Uh, yes, you, yeah. you can. Uh, that's an advantage. That is an advantage. So 14. You do not recognize the figure at all. You think that with a house this prominent and a painting like this, maybe you should recognize him, but you don't, unfortunately. Oh, yes, this, this must be uh, I have remarkable brushwork. <laughs> Struggling to place it, poor lighting. Uh, yes, let's, let's proceed in any case. Definitely old money. <laughs> the curtains are closed in every room, and so it is going to get quite dark in here, you can tell. And there is dust everywhere. Even from the hallway, you can smell maybe rotting food or something in the kitchen. Something quite sweet smelling. Mm. Oh God, it's the sweet smell of decay. You, you don't understand. This is beautiful food. I can smell it. It's marinating. It's curing. It's beautiful. We should go to the kitchen. If we eat, we'll have the sustenance to carry on our and find this person. I love a man who can cook. Okay, so as you walk through the hallway, could you please all make a perception check? 12. 11. 12. 5. Okay. None of you notice anything. Now please roll a dexterity check. Oh dear. 9. 10. 12. 7. Almira, in your eagerness to find out where your box is, you are barreling on ahead and in the center of the hallway, find yourself stuck. You're ahead of the others and your feet seem to be stuck to the floor ah, ah. from a side door which is closed you can hear some kind of scratching uh, uh, help help i seem to be i seem to be stuck and I, I think there's a creature in the in the walls oh god i hope it's not rodents <laughs> <laughs> those 
those who earn their coin in the upstanding Fortuna manner of enterprise, creativity, and diligence are a righteous people. But for those who take the hard-won cash of others, a swift retribution will fall upon them. Although the town guard are unfortunately too busy to involve themselves in the minor offenses of daily life, our city is proud to have upstanding citizens that can take matters of prosecution into their own hands. And so our heroes cautiously venture forth, determined to defeat whatever obstacles stand between them and their rightful wealth. You've been listening to Swifter is the Action Without Conscience, written by Maximilian John and produced and edited by David Knight, Tom Dalling and Maximilian John, with music by Jonathan Day, starring Giorgio Mariani as Father Theobald Brandlebury, Eleanor Kohler as Almira Q. Appleby, David Price as Luca from Tuca, and Jade Fitton as Joni Formentelli. I am Maximilian John, Game Master. You can follow us on Twitter at Visit Fortuna. If you are enjoying the show, you can listen to the whole 26-episode series right now, available on our Patreon to $5 subscribers. That's patreon.com forward slash definitely human. Pax Fortuna is a definitely human production. 